Is this correction that we've seen in the markets the last couple of months, is this sort of a slide back to where we were late 2022, where we saw those markets that had bottomed out at that point? Or is this just sort of a, a blip along the way of this bull market a lot of people think that we might be in now? In this series, we use six indicators to look back over history and use that as our guide just to answer the question, has the market bought it? But of course, we never know for sure. These are tools that we use as we're assessing how we will manage our investment portfolios. If you would like weekly updates, don't forget to sign up for our weekly newsletter, The Pulse. I'll put a link in the description of this video. As our last update, which we did for the month of September in this series, you will recall that we had seen a decline in the major markets. And the question was, was this sort of a start of something or just that blip I was referencing? Well, since then, it hasn't been pretty. In fact, it's only gotten worse. We can see that the markets have continued to decline, at least the major North American markets that we look at in this series here. If we pull that back to a one-year number, we can see here how end part of last year, things were pretty flat. We saw a really strong run starting up in January this year. Markets have all pulled back. We can see on the left side of the chart here, the lows that were reached last year the various indices, and we can see that the TSX is getting relatively close to where we were. The Dow Jones, the orange line here is pulling back the S&P 500, the NASDAQ pretty comfortably up still from its previous lows. So what we have to look at today is what's happening today. And as always in this series, I'm gonna start with the yield curve. And we look at the yield curve inversion here. The key here is that this yield curve historically has inverted and then gone back into positive territory uh, preceding um, a recession. So in other words, if a recession is yet to come, the markets probably haven't seen the bottom yet, or at minimum, we're gonna see uh, a significant correction coming up. So when we look back over history, just for some context here, the orange line here is the US 10-year, three-month yield curve. And we can see going back for the last four recessions, in every occasion before we got to that recession, the yield curve inverted prior to the recession, then recovered back into positive territory, at which point the recession started. We're seeing on the right side of the scale here where we are today. We're still in negative territory. If we use history as a guide, this might be a precursor here to uh, some bad news yet to come. I guess that's, that's what this chart is telling me here. Now, when we looked at these numbers last month, we looked at the US 10-year, three-month. That's the blue line here. We looked at the 10-year, two-year, which is the orange line. Both were in negative territory, but narrowing. When we update that to today, we see that the narrowing trend is continuing, but they're both still in negative territory. And this might feel like some good news, right? We're getting back to positive. But the bad news is that we just talked about, that means also, if we're using history as a guide, that we're getting closer to a recession. So the curves go positive first, then we hit the recession. Uh, then typically we're gonna have a market bottom um, or a correction at that point. So when I look at this metric, last month, my verdict was no. This is telling me we have not seen the worst of things yet. Uh, today, numbers only confirm what I have to say. So my result for this month um, is no as well. Second metric we look at now is moving averages. And I use the S&P 500 and the 200 day exponential moving average. When we look at the last update, the S&P 500, that's the blue line, it had dipped just below that 200 day moving average after having spent a few months above it. Question was, will it break further or is it gonna recover from this spot? Well, when we look at it today, we can see that it tried but it clearly failed. It's clearly below that 200 day moving average. So when I look at this, there's not a whole bunch to analyze here, I don't think. Uh, we're seeing that we, although we had a sustained period of time for a few months above that, that moving average, we've sunk back below that now. So that's giving me some, some pause here. And, and previously I had said that possibly this was, it was giving us a sign that yes, we, we had broken through the worst, but I'm gonna, leave, I'm gonna put that to a maybe. That's where I had last month as a maybe, and I'm gonna leave that uh, where it is right now. 
As you can tell by this video, I love using charts to help me visualize and analyze the markets. And my go-to platform is Coifin, and I use them throughout this video, as you'll see a lot of slides and charts here. And I also use them pretty much every day to help me manage my own investment portfolio. Coifin has set up a special offer for our viewers. First off, you can try the pro version for seven days free. You can see how you like it. If you decide you wanna to subscribe to the platform, they're offering 20% off the subscription price. Now, whether you choose a monthly plan, whether you choose an annual plan, it'll be 20% off. Um, the offer won't last forever. I'm gonna put a link in the description of this video so you can have a chance to have a look, see how you might benefit from using Coifin, and of course, take advantage of the discount. We're gonna move on now to the VIX index, the volatility index. And if we think back to last month, we'd seen after a number of months of the VIX at a relatively low level, we've seen that move back up uh, towards its longer term average. Well, over the past month, it did break through 20, which is roughly the long-term average of the index. We haven't seen a big spike up in the VIX here. and this, this metric has really been tricky for me because uh, I would have expected or I will expect before a, a major move down in the markets to see the VIX spike up or at least simultaneously with that. And we just haven't seen that. So last month, I gave this a cautious yes. And I was, you know, I, I was so conflicted on this. Um, it, it's not doing what I think it should be doing. And I, I sort of, uh, you know, said last month, maybe this was an exception to the, the rule and maybe we won't see a spike this time. Today, I'm not so sure of that. With the most recent market volatility we've seen, or the market declines rather, we've seen that volatility go back up. So uh, I'm going to say that uh, we, we I do want more data before I can move this into a, a full yes. I am going to leave it at, as a cautious yes and you know see what happens over the next uh, month as we've seen, again, we've seen this index uh, or this indicator rather move up to where I thought it should be, but it's certainly in my opinion, at least it should go quite a bit higher than this before, uh, before we see, uh, before I get any comfort. Uh, that we've seen the worst of the markets here uh, so far. I want to move on now to the U.S. jobless claims. And if we look at this chart starting last year in October, we see through till about April of this year, we saw a steady increase of those jobless claims. Then we've seen a decline since then. And just as a reminder, um, I'm looking for a fall uh, in these numbers, but it should be something that we notice, not just a drip to drip, but that's more like what we've seen lately. We've seen the markets kind of slowly sliding down, sort of a gradual decline. When we look at the chart today, we can see that the situation has worsened. We've seen in the last month an increase significantly. This is something you can really notice on here um, on this number. Now, when I look at initial claims in September, we had seen that drop since June. In October, the initial job claims stabilized, but certainly nothing clear that's really jumping out at me here. In the U.S. Department of Labor news release, they say most recently, in the week ending October 21, the advanced figure for seasonally adjusted initial claims was 210,000, an increase of 10,000 from the previous week's revised levels. And if we think back to the last video, at that point, the four-week moving average was 211,000, and that was a decrease of 6,250 from the previous week's revised average. Well, when we look at this report, the four-week moving average was 207,500, and that is an increase of 1,250 from the previous week's revised average. So my interpretation of this is initially we saw that moving average moving down, but now that's moving back up. We're also seeing those continuing claims go back up. Uh, last month, I had said maybe, uh, no real strong signals either way. Uh, I do wanna see that number decline. So at this point, uh, I'm gonna leave that at a uh, maybe as well. I wanna move on now to the fifth metric, which is the Baltic Dry Index. And last update, we had seen some pretty good positive signs. If we look at this chart here, we see that it had been a pretty nice move up um, in this indicator. Since then though, it's certainly leveled. And in fact, we've more recently seen 
um, a slight pullback in the BDI. If we look at the MarineLink website, we can see on October 23rd, they had an article and they're just saying here that demand um, has fallen and we saw that reflected on the chart. So um, I'm not gonna change my verdict this month. Last year, last month I had said um, maybe, and I'm going to see that as a maybe here. There were some pretty positive signs last month, um, but those seem to be, as they say, muted here. So I'm gonna leave my uh, verdict at maybe. Uh, last metric, the sixth metric we look at is the, um, the PMI. The latest numbers are in for September. Look back in August, we'll remember it was 47.6. Well, now, September, it went up to 49%. So that's another tick up. That's somewhat encouraging. The Institute for Supply Management, they say on their website, the U.S. manufacturing sector contracted in September as the manufacturing PMI registered 49%. 1.4 percentage points higher than the previous reading of 47.6% that was recorded back in August. The commentary last month said this is the 10th month of contraction and a continuation of the downward trend that began back in June of 2022. Today, they say this is the 11th month of contraction, but the third month of positive change. So the report was up, but is it enough? And before we get too excited about that, just to remind you of some context, if we look back to the early 2000s, we can see here the blue line is the S&P 500. We can see how stocks declined well past the bottom of the PMI. And in fact, it took some time until we see some consistent PMI growth there before markets actually recovered. And I wonder if this time, you know, is history remind, uh, rhyming uh, with itself from back then, you know, time will tell there. I've wondered over the last few months if, if the markets are kind of defying gravity a little bit. And, you know, when we look at this now, the 11th straight month, of contraction in the in this sector, and I, you know, I just think, as I said last month, this can't really be good. Uh, last month, I asked, "Is the market reflecting reality?" And I said, "Maybe it had started because we'd seen that decline. We've certainly seen uh, a further decline since then." So um, I think maybe it is. Uh, last month, I said no, and I'm absolutely going to stick with that verdict for this month. I'm going to say no. Uh, this is not an indicator that we're, uh, you know, we've seen the, the worst of things yet to come. So if I want to summarize things for this month, I look at the yield curve saying no. I look at the moving average saying maybe. Uh, the VIX was the only cautious yes I put out there. Uh, jobless claims maybe. The Baltic Dry Index is saying maybe to me. And the PMI is saying no. So I have one yes, two no's. Um, and three maybes. So as always, what do you think? Uh, personally, there's not enough uh, evidence here to convince me. A quick reminder, please don't rely on this information as, as solely to make your investment decisions. Um, always uh, put this as part of your overall due diligence package. Speaking of information, if you want to stay informed every Monday and Wednesday, I do an, a market update video on the channel here. Also, we have our newsletter, Pulse, we call it, and you can subscribe to that. I'll put a link in the description of this video. It covers the latest market, business trends, uh, always uh, keeping you up to date there. I will put a link to the playlist for this market bottom series if you haven't seen the previous videos, and I will put a link for our Investing Academy in the description below. So thank you very much for watching this video. I'll see you in the next video.